Welcome to the Intertwined Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Zentz. I am a wife and a mom on a mission. I've got a passion to help women discover practical ways to apply the power of God's word to our everyday stuff. I truly believe that our walks with the Lord should be seamlessly intertwined with our everyday lives. It should affect every move we make and every breath we take. So come on, let's do life together. You've got this, cause he's got you. Hey friends, welcome back. Or for the first time, if you're just now joining us, welcome. I'm so glad you found this show. This is episode 21 of the Intertwined Life Podcast, and I am really excited for today's episode. We're going to be, let's see, the holidays, Thanksgiving, as I'm recording this, is just less than two weeks away now. And when it comes out, it's going to be about a week away. And you know, when it comes to the holiday season, whether it's COVID or no COVID, I know things are crazy right now, but inevitably we interact with people and it may be Zoom, it may be phone calls, it may be face-to-face, and we may be interacting with people that we don't always see eye to eye with. Maybe people who don't share our faith, or maybe people who don't share our way of expressing our faith, or maybe people who just love to push our buttons, you know, whatever it is, we all just bump up against other personalities sometimes. And it can be so hard. And I know the feeling of going into a situation and planning to really show the love of Christ and really display that. And then getting into a situation where another personality doesn't mesh with my personality. And I feel like I just blow it. Like I was not a good version of myself. I did not show Christ. I did not be, you know, show who I wanted to show and treat people the way I wanted to treat people, the body language, the look on my face, the whole thing, right? Did not go the way I wanted it to. And I want to talk about as we go into situations now and ever in our lives, how do we best show the love of Christ to the world around us? And I'm kind of excited about today's message. And before I start her message, (laughs) I love to preach, right? (laughs) Today's episode. And before I get into that, I do want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who have been writing reviews for the podcast. Um, It means so much to me. I read those reviews and they really help me know, hey, there's somebody on the other side actually listening when I'm in my bedroom recording this. So I really appreciate that. It also helps people find the show and whether or not it helps the show show up in searches or not, I think, I don't know, I've heard both, yes, no, whatever. But I know that it lends credibility to me if I'm looking for a show and I'm looking for, you know, a Christian podcast or I'm scrolling through podcasts about different subjects or whatever. If I see one that has two ratings and I see one that has 200 ratings, I'm probably going to click on the one with 200 ratings because it just, you know, it lends credibility. So I really appreciate it when you guys go on there. If you are on, especially if you're on Apple um, Podcasts, wherever you listen to them, please go for it. But I often look at the Apple Podcast because that's where I listen and I scroll down to the bottom there. And if you scroll down to the bottom of an episode page, of a show page, you will see where you can click five stars or you can write a review. And that means so much. And I think I'm getting close to 40. I would love to have 50 by the time we finish 2020. That would be such a blessing me. So if you've not done that and you've been listening and you've gotten some good stuff, I would love for you to go down and click those five stars. Take a second to write a quick review if you could. That'd be just mean so much to me. And it really encourages me and helps me to, again, know people are actually listening (laughs) to 
to the stuff that's coming out of my mouth. So I appreciate that. I want to dig in today, um, but I want to open in prayer this morning. God, I just thank you so much for the privilege of speaking into hearts and lives and earbuds. I thank you for the chance to sit in my bedroom and just share out of my heart, God, the things that you show me, God, my mess is my message. So many times, Lord, I come before you and I just bring all the craziness that's inside of me and you just speak truth to my heart. And then you've given me this passion to share what you share to me, to anyone who will listen. And I thank you for those who are listening. I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to share your message for this day we live in where I can just plug in a microphone in my bedroom and just speak truth. And it ministers to people's hearts around the country and around the world. And that is amazing. God, I just pray that you will take this word that you've implanted in me. Let it grow in the hearts of those who are listening, God. Scatter it out there, Lord, wherever you want it to go. God, it is in your hands. And I thank you, God, for the mighty work that you are doing in hearts and lives in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. So I want to talk about reflections of stillness. And I actually wrote a blog on this back earlier this year, just before I started the podcast. And in the morning, I often go out early while things are quiet and still. I've always been a big advocate of getting up early and spending time with the Lord. I mean, if Jesus had to do it, why not me? Our home backs to a small pond. And if you are <laughs> if you are looking at um, a graphic I may have used to promote this episode, chances are you are looking at a beautiful stock photo on the edge of some big like lake out in the mountains or something like that. That is not the pond behind my house, okay? <laughs> I want you to know, I use the images that really, really work for the message that I'm using. And there's some beautiful images out there that show water um, reflecting the world around them. And I love my pond and I love where I live, but you would see reflections of houses and fences and stuff like that. So <laughs> if you're looking at this image of this great, beautiful lake in the middle of nowhere, out West. That is not where I am. <laughs> I'm in Florida. And, but so our, our home does back to this small pond and we actually live on a barrier Island, um, central Florida on the Atlantic coast. We're on a little barrier Island and the ocean is about a half mile on the East and the river is a half mile on the West. So we're like right in the middle. And because of this, our pond actually is connected to the river under the, the road. So it's actually a natural pond. And so it's conditions change often. And some days it's really calm. And then some days it is rough and choppy. And today it is smooth as glass. And I marvel at how perfectly it reflects the trees and the houses on its banks. It's like a mirror. Tim took the kids to school this morning, which is a rare and special treat. And I get to ease into my day a little bit slower than usual. And my soul was seeking stillness. I've been reading the book, The Next Right Thing, A Simple, Soulful Practice for Making Life Decisions by Emily P. Freeman. I've mentioned her before on this podcast, and if you haven't connected with Emily, please do. She has a beautiful podcast called The Next Right Thing, and I promise you, your soul will thank you. In Emily's book, The Next Right Thing, she talks about the value of stillness for clarity and decision-making. And for the sake of hearing what's being spoken to our hearts, 
And as I sit looking out at the water with a thankful heart for the beauty of the stillness, I know there has to be a lesson here. I feel the Lord speaking these words to my heart. Still waters reflect perfectly the image of the sun. Raging waters reflect nothing. You see, when my soul is still and at peace, I can beautifully reflect the image of the sun, S-O-N, to the world around me. But when my soul within me is turbulent and tossing, there's no reflection at all. It's merely a churning mess. And especially as we head into this season, I want that to soak in. I want you to think about that. Still waters reflect perfectly the image of the sun and the world around it, but raging waters reflect nothing. If our souls are raging and tossing and turning and churning within us, we are not very clearly going to reflect the image of Christ to the world around us. So being able to have that peace and reflect his love Yes, there can be ripples of pebbles thrown into our pond, right? Into our soul by those around us. But if we can cultivate this attitude of stillness within us, and where do we get that true stillness, that true peace? It's plugging into our source. It's our Lord and our Savior and our God. It's being in His Word. It's carving out time for our soul to be still. And in the midst of a season that is supposed to be all about Him, about thankfulness and then about the coming of Christ for the salvation of our soul, the Savior stepping out of glory into a manger to take on our sins. Somehow we constantly get wrapped up in all the things we should do, could do, want to do, can't do, you know, all of that. And our souls can get turbulent in a season where God says he came to bring peace to the world, right? Think about that. All right, guys, I have to jump in here really quickly and interrupt myself. I want you to know that I take very, very seriously um, the fact that the Lord has given me the privilege to speak and teach out of his word. And I want to be sure that I'm always doing due diligence and I'm doing it properly and correctly. And so I was listening to the playback of this episode and I wanted to bring something up. I can't let this pass. So I said he came to bring peace to the world. Well, there's also a scripture where Christ said um, in Matthew 10, 34, he said, don't think that I came to bring peace. I came to bring a sword, like division. And so sometimes that can be like, what are you talking about? Well, the fact is um, in the world we live in, in this crazy world, there are good and there is evil, right? We live in a broken world. And so when Christ comes into this world and he says, listen, I am the way, the truth and the light, that is going to cause division. The gospel will cause some division. It will ruffle some feathers. Um, but what I was talking about when I mentioned that was in Luke, of course, when the angels came and they announced Christ's birth and said, you know, goodwill towards men and on earth, peace, right? So that's what I was referring to. Um, but I want you to know that Christ literally said out of his own mouth, you know, there is a scripture where he says, do not think I came to bring peace to the world. So I could not um, continue in that without bringing that up to you. And then I also want you to hear, though, that while in the world we live in and between good and evil and the broken world and God's grand design, there is division when it comes to the gospel. Jesus also said in John 16, 33, he said, listen, in this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome this world. And then in John 14, 27, he said, my peace 
I give you, not as the world gives, right? So he does come to bring peace in the hearts of believers. When we give our lives to him, he brings us peace even in the midst of the crazy. So I just wanted to clear that point up. Okay, back to the show. So we have to be intentional. We have to carve out that time for stillness. If we stay plugged into his word, if we make it a priority, and yes, oftentimes getting up earlier, because that's before every else, everything else comes in and crowds out that stillness of his voice. If we can learn to be still and make that time important, then our soul can have peace and stillness, even in the midst of the craziness going on around us. And because of that, we can better reflect him to those around us. I've always loved Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. See, one day I was considering this verse and I felt the Lord, uh, the Lord just nudging me. Just maybe it doesn't simply mean be still and admit and confess and say that I am God. Perhaps it's saying, get still and quiet, and then you will know that I am God. There is power in stillness. It's in the quiet, in the peace, that we can more accurately reflect the, the glory of our God. If you feel your soul is jumbled and turbulent and just a big mess, I beg you, make time to be still. Yes, you may have to get up a little earlier than you'd like, but I promise you the rewards will be worth it. He meets us in the stillness of the morning. He speaks peace to our souls. He doesn't need pretty, or you don't need pretty words. The perfect devotional or the moleskin journal, you simply need to show up and sit with the Father. Remember, even the winds and the waves obey him. And I truly believe that this goes for the winds and the storms raging inside of our souls if we will simply sit and seek and be still. I hope that this encourages you. I hope that this helps you set your mind in the right place as we go into this awesome season that should be about restoration. Okay, Psalms 23.3 says, He restores my soul. He refreshes and restores my soul. That is the God that we are doing this life with. Okay, he wants to refresh and restore our souls. But if we are constantly plugged into everything else, he is not going to like shake us and make us listen and be still, right? He's not going to force himself on us. He's a kind and a gentle God and he loves us and he's, but he's waiting. He's sitting there and he's waiting and he's like, okay, you know, as soon as you turn your gaze to him, he's like, all right, here we go. So please set that intention, open the eyes of your heart to see him all around you. Um, start your day just by writing three things you're thankful for. What a great way to start and to kind of set your mind in the right direction as you go into your day. And just keep that up. It can be so, so easy to go into this season where schedules are different. You know, school will be out over Christmas and you may be, you may be traveling, you may not be traveling. I know things are crazy this year, but schedules get... Um, not normal, right? They get kind of wonky. They get different. And it can be easy when that happens. If you already have a structured time with the Lord, I know for me, it can be so easy for that to fall to the side and kind of get lost in the shuffle. 
But how much more should we be seeking it out right now? How much more should we be making sure that we're making that time? And so he has great things to say to our souls, but we need to be still and listen. Okay, so I hope you'll do that. Make it a plan, make it an intention, but also know that the best way to reflect him to the world around us is to have that quiet soul, like that still water that reflects the world, that reflects the images like a mirror. Our soul, when it is calm and it is at peace and it is at rest, can so clearly reflect the power and the love that is Christ in us. So I love you guys. I hope that you go into the season of thankfulness with a thankful heart, that you will begin to change perspectives if the perspective has been all the crazy and all the disappointment that this year has brought a lot of disappointment, a lot of hardship, a lot of hard times, but there's always something to be thankful for. And I know that if we sometimes have to work harder than others to find those things, but I encourage you to stop and take time to do that, write them down. And I'll give you just a little tip since we're talking about thankfulness on a parenting note, something I have done with my kids often, and I don't know if I've shared this on here before, I probably have, but if your kids are grumbly, complainy, or fussing with each other or whatever it is, if the attitude is just not in the right spot, I like to stop and say, okay, right now, list five things you're thankful for. And I've started adding a little caveat. It cannot be a person or an animal <laughs> because it's so easy to say mom, dad, the dog, right? It's so easy. And then that's what they want to say. So make them think a little bit so that they can actually pay attention to things they're thankful for. And the older they are, the more things you should make them list, you know, make them list 10 things, whatever it is. And that really, really helps. Um, it helps me too. It helps all of us. If we will just stop in the midst of grumbling and complaining and refocus and reset our minds. Um, I love Ephesians 4.23, be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. That's the way the Amplified Classic says it. And just remember, like I always say, give ourselves grace. The scripture would not tell us to be constantly renewed in our minds. If he did not know, our minds would be constantly getting messed up. That is the way it goes, okay? Don't beat yourself up if you are rumbling and a mess inside. Just go get away, take a deep breath, and reset, okay? Reset, and then walk out again in his peace, okay? Not in the peace that we're trying to make happen because that doesn't always work. Um, I wish you guys the best. Have an awesome, awesome Thanksgiving and enjoy whatever is around you. Know that God has a plan for good stuff, all right? And I will talk to you soon. See you later, guys. Bye. Hey friend, if you enjoyed this episode and you got some good stuff out of it, there's a few options you have. One, you could click that little subscribe button because let's be honest, who's got time to remember to check back and see if there's a new episode, right? So click that subscribe button and then when a new episode comes up, it will just by the magic of the internet pop up in your Dropbox and it'll be right there for you whenever you're ready. And also, if you would review this podcast, Oh my gosh, if you like what you heard, get on there, give it a five-star review. If you didn't like what you heard, just pretend it never happened, okay? <laughs> but if you would do um, a review for me, just take a couple seconds and do that. Not only would I be crazy excited, but also it would just be a great way for us to partner together 
for you to help this podcast be seen by more women out there. And you could be a part of helping more women discover these practical ways to apply God's word to just everyday stuff. So I would love it, love it, love it if you could help me out in one of those two ways. Thank you.